What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Yo, this is Greg Capullo, man, and you're listening to Elegant Weapon. Drunk on Comics, special edition. Stoners versus drunks. Blunts versus bottles. Lungs versus livers. Herbs versus hops. Drunk on Comics versus an elegant weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. All right, guys. Uh, I'm good I'm, times. Yeah, I'm Derek. Uh, that was Tony. We got Kevin here. Hey. We are with Drunk on Comics, and uh, you guys, we have the Jedi Ross and Potato Waste from an Elegant Weapon podcast. Hello, Sto- hello, kids. Stoked to be on. It's man. stoked to be here. Uh, speaking of stoking, we can get underway. As usual, we have our little opening ceremony. Today, we're going to make things a little bit, di- little bit different. I'm I going saw to pop, that on Twitter. I'm going to pop this cap right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I believe you've already popped your uh, cider there. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. By the way, you guys, you, you guys will uh, will appreciate since I'm the only one with a, uh, a bottle in here. Uh, I'm going to toast myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But not to be completely off track. Allow me to flick my Vic. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was waiting for this. <laughs> so yeah, I saw potato waste like first time in a liquor store in 13 years. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, I've been diabetic for 13 years, so I've been out of the liquor store for 13 years. Well, I'm diabetic, and I'm in the liquor store every day. Oh. <laughs> Don't confuse the gentleman, though, by saying that, that you haven't not ever had a drink in 13 years. Oh, no, no, no. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Uh, so what, okay. you're, what you're saying is you just go to the bar, pay you know, pay full retail price, and yeah. get marked up then. When I, when I do drink, yeah, which is, which is still rare. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our first cross pod. That's really exciting for you guys. It's awesome. We're very honored to be your first cross-pod guest. Yeah, I was shocked to hear that. Yeah. So, well, you know, I mean, most of the stuff that we've done have been, like, you know, real, like, live in-person interviews. And it wasn't until last week when we did uh, our first, you know, Skype interview that we finally got the bugs and kinks worked out before that. So, you know, we're, like, official and shit now. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. We did did our first one back when we were – didn't know what we were doing at all either with the next element and uh it turned out great we had a great old time but then uh that's kind of where the whole podcast network spawned out of too is just we all were guesting so much and being at each other's shows and we all got so tight it kind of just made sense that the next logical step was let's just like put all our plate all our shows on one site and keep on doing what we're doing so we're about seven months old now about seven months months. how how old has your podcast been going uh year and a half year and a half just under you guys are were what episode 52 was the last one episode 54 54 yeah yeah so uh yeah it's amazing how the time flies by but it's been a year of just having a blast you know we started out just uh one night turned on the iphone literally hit record on voice memo and started having a conversation. We, we, yeah, we sparked one up. We had a conversation. We figured out Podbean, and we stuck it on there with hardly any editing, I believe. Uh, I don't think so, man. Yeah. Maybe a bat spin or two. And then uh, over like a couple weeks, we had like three people who were sticking by us. <laughs> we didn't really <laughs> – well, we didn't care. Like we weren't doing it to like, you know, get all big and everything. We just wanted to do it for fun. 
And then there was the tiniest few people. Yeah. Who were actually just kind of went for the ride and it just grew from there. You guys though, I must take my hat off because you guys just exploded onto the scene. You guys became everybody's favorite podcast in no time. Yeah. Well, see, you, what you guys said, though, where you guys just had a blunt and were talking, that's what me and Derek were just having some beers and talking. Well, yeah, the, where, where we stemmed from, for your listeners, is, you know, we'd get together and hang out at night at the bar and, and we sit there and fucking talk comic books because, you know, we're fucking, we're fanboys, we're nerds, you know, and the conversation would always go into that. The great thing was that, you know, I started listening to podcasts and after about six, eight months of listening to podcasts, I'm like, Tony and I are talking and like, we're having these conversations. I'm like, why the fuck are we not recording this? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who cares if anybody listens? We, th- what we talk about enough people out there are already listening to similar things, but you know, we wanted to throw a little comedy and a little booze into it, you know, and yeah. just kind of have everybody <clears throat> sitting at the bar with us is basically how it turned out. Do you guys so, find that uh, it gets a tiny bit addictive and you almost want to record every good time conversation you're having with anybody? Well, <laughs> what I find is that I will tell Tony, I don't want to talk to you about this right now. Yeah. Hold off until we record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that or plenty of times. When we're out, I've been like, oh, we should totally talk about this later. And then we forget because we're out drinking. So now <laughs> you, when we say we should talk about that, we both tell each other. Take out your phone and write it down, or yeah, put or, it in or we text it to each other. You know? <laughs> awesome. So there's like, like multiple things on there. So, all right, guys, let's let's chat some movies here, because uh, there's there's some big fanboy movies on both sides of the aisle here, and so you guys know, because I mean I don't know if if, if I really told you about us. Um, Tony's read some of the 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 EU, or you know, for listeners that don't know what that is, extended universe. Uh, Kevin. You got You're speaking Greek to me, man. Extended universe, what? Yeah, like the books and the comics and the video games and all that okay. shit. Not, not the. Uh, what what, not what the do you guys movies. call? It? Well, yeah, the what? What's that term? The canon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Movies yeah. are canon. You know, yeah. everything else outside that is extended okay. universe. So, we got we got this uh, new movie coming out from Disney. Really? Uh, Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know the toy marketing is going to be ridiculous on that. But, okay. yeah, so you got Episode 7 coming up. Um, I heard a little bit of your guys' podcast here. You're, you seem pretty excited about it. Yeah! Uh, I'm thrilled about it. It's, My excitement grows daily. Your excitement does grow daily mm-hmm. um, because I think you're getting – you've recently been getting more into the expanded universe. Oh, big time. Big time, which makes it exciting that that stuff could be well, included in this. Say, I'm, I'm in talks with the expanded universe. <laughs> <laughs> well those negotiations seem to be going pretty well for you yeah so, so, so right now you're like a fuck buddy with the expanded universe <laughs> yeah. exactly we're nice. gonna see we're gonna see if it becomes a relationship <laughs> uh, hey. for me it's a there's a pre-existing relationship because i've been a huge i was a huge losty and jj yeah. abrams i'm just i've always been mad about jj abrams and uh, just the fact that that actually happened, I still don't believe in a way. I'm still okay. a little beside myself that this is actually happening. Why? Because you don't – were you saying what? You don't like J.J. or you – No, I love him. Do... I can't believe that these two things are coming together. Oh, yeah, I know. That's it's Well, it's one of those things that I, I think they mentioned it like maybe when they first announced making another movie, like his name was like rumored and everyone's like, that's just a rumor. There's you, no fucking way. You guys were talking about this actually the other night on your last podcast. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, JJ does this and it's so great because he's he'll fuck with you. 
And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. I want no part of it. I want to be in the audience. And he knew then. There's no way that it happened after that. He's just... It's the same reason that uh, I was saying the other night why we still don't know if Benedict Cumberbatch is con or not. He's that good at keeping a secret, yeah, you know? For, for the Star Trek movie. Yeah, and he wanted to keep it a surprise, a fun surprise. So and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, I am doing it. <laughs> okay, now, have you, you guys you guys got your finger on the pulse a little bit more of the Star Wars, you know, uh, fandom. It, it, you think, like, is there some backlash with a Star Trek guy, like somebody who has already done Star Trek, kicking over to the, the Star Wars side? On the Star Trek side, there is. Oh, there's, there's a lot of them feeling abandoned right now. Like he, uh, like he chose, he chose the bigger, better, you know, franchise kind of thing. Like, it, yeah, but you'd, you'd think those Star Trek fans would be used to an uh, abandonment by now. <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna like all protest and just they're start wearing, wearing like nothing but red shirts? Yeah, they're all cons? wearing red shirts. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Uh, nice. So, um, yeah, I've heard a lot how uh, you know that they're, they're you know a lot of the original Trekkies didn't like what he did with it. But overall, they all loved it, and I think a few people just feel like he's kind of—he's not showing Star Trek the respect it deserves, mainly. But which is a load of crap. Look how much he put into it. He put more fan-type stuff and tricks into that movie than any movie made before it, as far as Star Trek. Yeah, that, that movie was by far—it's probably the best reboot I've ever seen. Yeah, of it. it blew it blew away though. The uh, I, I thought the the. the... TNG movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh hell yeah. And well, the, the the TNG movies seem to me like you know the the NBC movie of the week version of you know, <laughs> yeah. still uh, looked like TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they 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 were fun and good, but I mean it was like you know, it, it, you want something epic with your fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think they didn't really deliver. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, especially with Star Trek, I was hoping to see some alien boobs. But you know, never <laughs> now how many how many uh, next generation movies did they make? Five? Four. Was too it many? Four, four or five? Yeah. <laughs> I like First Contact. Is first really Contact five? was cool. I think four Holy or five, fuck. something like that. Insurrection okay. killed it. Wait, Ke Kevin's counting down. What no, do you got? No, you got uh, an insur Insurrection. Wait, that was the last one, and then there was one in between First Contact and uh, um, Generations. Yeah, no, that was the first one. First contact, and then um, yeah, it's the one where they went there. Is the, basically the planet was the fountain of youth. Oh yeah. They, yeah Wait, that that's was... insurrection. The last one was Nemesis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Nemesis. Yeah. 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 Okay. With yeah, Tom one, Hardy. The, yeah. That, that fountain of youth. Man, I don't know. Like I saw that in the theater, and all I could think of the whole time watching it is it looked like it should have been a Buck Rogers TV show. <laughs> like, it, nice. don't get me wrong, I love Buck Rogers, but you yeah. know. Right, did we get Buck Rogers up here? Yeah, did you watch? I was a big Buck Rogers fan. It Remember was, we had Flash Gordon. What was his name? It was G uh, Gil Gerard. Gil Gerard. Yeah. And actually, last year when we were at Motor City, because <laughs> we used to volunteer at, at, at the convention before we started the podcast, and this year we're going as the podcast, uh, Kevin's job on the day that we volunteered was he got to sit with Aaron Gray yeah. all day long. Yeah, Shut up. Seven hours <laughs> hanging out with her. Yeah, that was a treat. But the best part oh, was no, the best. No, well, there's two best parts, but the one I won't mention. But the best Thank part, <laughs> we'll share with the, we'll share this one with you guys offline. Okay. Um, the, the, the best part with Kevin's interview 
what or uh, not interview, but his his volunteering time was when she started singing the Silver Spoons theme song, or Kevin did. And, and she did you start singing it or did she? No, she did. She started singing it and Kevin started singing along with her. Nice uh, backup. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, she is um, awesome. By the doesn't way, doesn't she look beautiful though? Well, like, what's that? Doesn't she look? She's at all our cons. I've never spoken to her, <clears throat> but I see her every year at Fan Expo and stuff, and she looks amazing. She does. Yeah, she she's, she really does. A little you bit know, older and, and stuff, but still a beautiful woman. Oh, fifth, fifth, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, spending seven hours with her, I learned uh, a lot about her. I mean, I mean, inside and out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I, I had no idea. She was the very first L'Oreal uh, model. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was, it was just crazy. And then she's an equally hot daughter. Woohoo, hot she much. Oh, she showed you pictures. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say if she was there and you didn't introduce me, I was gonna be pissed. <laughs> like, look at my hot daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. she, she might have said that. <laughs> Check out my daughter's tubes. <laughs> uh. So, all right. So we we've got some movie news, and uh, on on our side of the aisle. Actually, before we do that, I want to go back to the the Star Wars. Um, the, our friends, the Illuminati, which yep. I think you guys know from, from Twitter, yep. they put up a, a cool little article here last week about, you know, the top five things that they want to see in the new movie. Okay. Their number five was that go easy on the vets, you know, like, uh, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, no. have them in there, but don't have them be like the main focus of the movie. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they put a great thing in there as long as, as Han Solo's not going, get off my Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you even just recast them now with how bad they look. Well, they like- would have to shape up. I was saying that the other night. I mean, Mark Hamill still looks good, but in the past five or six years, he's put on some pounds. Yeah. And and if he grows his nice thick beard, he can grow and lose the weight. I think he can pull off Grandmaster or well, a Jedi robe. Grows, he can pull off a Jedi yeah, robe. he can totally pull off a Jedi robe. Well, yeah, and if Carrie Fisher can grow that beard too, she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now, now their number four here was a new Jedi Order, you know, and and they're they're talking, you know, like uh, uh, Mara, Mara Jade, you yep. know, and yep. other yep. people being in there, you know, which I was I was in, it, cool with that. Speaking of JJ, their number three was uh, some Easter eggs. Um, Easter eggs and what? Say again. Yeah, uh, JJ Abrams with the Easter eggs. Yeah, you know, yeah. How he, th- how he throws all that shit hidden in the background. Oh, sorry, you just reminded yeah. me. I wanted to say that about Star Trek before. Was even the most hardcore, knowledgeable Star Trek fan, there was something he threw into that movie for even them that no one else on Earth got. But like the one guy was like, "Holy crap, that's from that or something." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So him, <laughs> the way he could do that with Star Wars seeing as how well he even knows it. And its expanded universe is vastly larger than Star Trek. Yeah. So Easter eggs, yeah, I'm, he'll throw some nutty stuff in there, I'm sure. Now, uh, the, the, their number two on their list of five was keep George Lucas away. And, and you guys had a great conversation with uh, Christy yep. the other night where she is like, she thinks Lucas is going to be really involved. And yep. I got to agree with you guys. I think Lucas is going to be there as a resource. I mean, he sold the shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, and, um, but yeah, I would say keep him the fuck away from that. And uh, don't let him have anything to do with casting. Cause uh, you know, if he, if he had anything to do with casting <laughs> on the original three, Jesus, yeah, you'll have yeah. Palpatine smiling for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, something that I, I read online about directors, there's technical directors and there are actor directors, meaning there's people who look at the, the sets like George Lucas, technical director, yes. but doesn't know how to work with the actors, where um, J.J. is an actor. He gets the best out of the performances. He doesn't need to worry about the background and stuff. There's tons of people for that. But as a director, you need to get your actors to actually act. And after yep. reading that made me realize fuck, this is going to be the best Star Wars ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hands down. Because it's also, uh, like, he's. that's why he is, and you can compare him in a Spielbergian way, is that Spielberg's the same way. He gets incredible acting, and his techniques are flawless. And the combination is beautiful most of the time, unless you throw once in a while some stupid crystal skulls in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Things go off track, but that's what's going to be... That's why you're right. This will be the best, because JJ's going to be the first one to look at both sides of everything. That's why it'll be very, you know, Empire. JJ said he wants people to feel this movie, you know? He wants it to make a an emotional impact more than, like... And I'm even... I'm one of those dreaded guys who's a fan of the prequels. And really? I understand... Well, here's what it is. It's not that I'm... See... We have to take this to a base thing. I am not a Star Wars movie fan. Okay. I am about Jedis and lightsabers, which just, you know, that's in the Star Wars universe. So hence I know a lot. I own 76 lightsabers. <laughs> okay. I I read furiously about Jedi history. And I'm always was, on Woody P- Wikipedia I just studying Jedi shit. Have no, you given I, some away? Um, I have given some away. Mm-hmm. Occasionally. It happens. And, uh... <laughs> You know, kids and stuff. I'm, you know, I'm a softy sometimes. All right. Well, wait, wait, wait. Uh, total, total side note. Cause I mean, fuck, this is just nerd round table. Yeah. So what is the most expensive lightsaber you own? My, that I've, you really, oh, this is exciting. Question. He's not even yeah. going to believe this. This came up a few. Is it new? No, this came up before. It's not even the newest. This came up before on a previous podcast. This right Uh-oh. here. Is a droids. Remember the cartoon droids? Yeah. This is a lightsaber that was made from the cartoon droids. It's okay? still in the box. Still That's in the awesome. box. It's got a couple stickers on it. You can see the lowering in price. It went from uh, <laughs> seven ninety nine to five ninety nine, down from twelve ninety nine. It kept dropping. But here's the thing. This is really cool. It's still in the package, and like you know, it's just simple. It's a little like blade that pops out. But if you see on the box here, it's purple. Yeah. This one's green. Okay. Very, very, very rare. So not only is it rare that it's still in the box, but it's rare that it's a green one. Okay. And this cost me almost $400. What? Yeah. So, so, so even when the sticker price is going down? If these, <laughs> if these stickers weren't on it, yeah, you could probably add another 100 bucks. See, so, now, now what? Well, never mind. That, that, that's a whole separate <laughs> topic. So, that's one of the prizes pretty much of my collection there. <laughs> and fucking Sean's just shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my most expensive by far. Like, it's not like that's on average. You know, I have a lot of, like, the master replicas you see and the power of the force toys. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. I, mean, I my... do want to play the battleship. I'm... I keep saying it. He's a big I fan. Do. I have this electronic galactic battleship star wars game and he's dying to play it in podcast at the same time (laughs) (laughs) nice but get like another game going too so you get like two games going so like you could have cameras on all the sides and we could actually do it on youtube and it could be like watching a chess match 
Oh fuck that! <laughs> we're we're gonna do that via Skype. We're we're gonna play some some fucked up game with you that there will be uh you, you have to drink or smoke every time you know you fuck up or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, one last thing on on the Illuminati, their top their their number one that they wanted, and they're like, yeah, it's a long shot, and yeah, it's kind of weird and crazy, and we know it won't happen, but it'd be fun to kind of see if it could be done. Star Trek Star Wars crossover can't happen. Well, it's it's no no. There's there's two fundamental reasons why this can never ever happen. Okay. Okay. Unless you want to bring in extreme tra- time travel. But, I'm gonna say bring in because Doctor St- Who. Star Wars <laughs> takes place. Well, Doctor Who is space time and dimension, right? Yeah. So he was able to do that hopping around. But in Star Trek, which is the future from us now, and yep. Star Wars was a long time ago in, in a, a galaxy, galaxy far far, far away. away. So just the fundamental—that's fundamentally it can't work. Yeah, but you know what? If 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 Captain Kirk can go back and hump <laughs> some whales back in 1984, <laughs> you know, by by looping around the sun and while Superman's making the Earth spin backwards, why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it also lends. Yeah. It also could actually work the other way because if it does say a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, that is referencing us as the beginning point, right? Yeah. So Earth does exist in the Star Wars universe. But, you know, here, actually, I just thought of this. What would be awesome, J.J. Abrams with his Easter eggs, is the the Star Trek movie, they go and explore this planet, and they find, like, some ancient artifacts of a droid that I like it. To, happens to look like R2-D2, perhaps. <laughs> That's honestly the only way I could see them doing anything cross. It's just the the aspects of both those movies and worlds are just way too different though yeah yeah so yeah. but anyway big shout out to the woman nerdy on that because that was a great article um, let they- me just say also on that i didn't get a chance uh when you're talking about how they want the jedi order in there i yeah. think it would be a very very smart idea to skip ahead far enough that it's a new generation you know like yes. jason and jaina and anakin although you know that story doesn't end up too good for a lot of them in the end um <laughs> That well, is, I think that's news to us. <laughs> it's a good way to start off. Trust with binary me, if you're sunset, interested, that's yeah, it's what, I'm uh, saying. what I think they should honestly do, and is there's uh, the story Legacy. You're familiar with the comics, the Legacy series. Okay, Legacy. I heard of <laughs> Legacy is a couple generations after Luke Skywalker. It's Luke Skywalker's like great grandkids. Okay. And Cade Skywalker is that day's present Skywalker. The, re- the universe has be- been retaken by uh, this guy, Darth Crate, who used to be a Jedi hundreds of years ago. All this force shit happened. He survived. He made an army of Sith. So the Empire is now an army of Sith, and the few tiny Jedi that are left are trying to convince Cade Skywalker to, like, take up his destiny and lead the Jedi and blah, 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 and d- kill Darth Crate, right? So that is the most recent point in the Star Wars universe is actually this Cade Skywalker trying to kill Darth Crate, which I, th- I think happens in the end, but trying to wipe out this new Sith army. See, now here, but, well, wait, how can there be a Sith army? I thought there could only be two. He broke, he, he declared that rule null. He said, oh. no, he said, I... <laughs> so he, he has an executive order. <laughs> it's, what it's called now is the one true Sith. He calls the whole, the entire order is called the one true Sith, meaning they are all one under his direction. So this okay. is his this he is his new ruling. The one true fifth, but 
<laughs> so I think that would be cool. You got a little band of, of a couple, you know, Jedi's being led by their older guys, and this guy comes back, takes up his mantle, becomes a Jedi like his forefathers, and has to fight hundreds of Sith. You know how many cool Sith you could put in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought of the best Easter egg that JJ could do in the Star Wars universe. <clears throat> they they take off a stormtrooper's helmet and gear, and it reveals a red shirt. well yeah because obviously red shirts can't shoot either so (laughs) hey don't forget et was in the phantom menace yeah oh yeah yeah you know so that's kind of a so all it takes is a crossover so all it takes is a handshake really to get fucking picard into star wars pretty much yeah Yeah. okay so 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 wait a minute Riker. i got i gotta ask you guys i heard this a while ago and i don't know if this is truth or if this is like just awesome, like, fan, like, rumor that back when Star Wars was coming out and uh, Close Encounters was coming out, that Spielberg and Lucas made a bet. Have you heard of this? No. Um, it sounds this, this vaguely is, familiar. Go okay, on. Okay, this was on Cracked.com, and it was talking about, like, how celebrities love to gamble and shit like that. They made a bet that whoever's movie did better that the other person, because Lucas was dead set that Star Wars was going to be a fucking flop. And he right. thought Close Encounters was going to be the biggest damn movie ever. And so Spielberg and Lucas made a bet that for life, whichever movie was better, that there was like the other person would get 12% of the profits that that person like. You know, that, when- I think you're right, because I do know for a fact that Spielberg has a percentage in star Wars for yeah. some weird reason. That's probably and, and, it. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, so basically like once a month, like, you know, Lucas is sending Spielberg a check, yeah. with, like in the memo field, like going, fuck you yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, nice. My favorite story between the two of them from all that stuff though, is they're sitting on a beach. They both, you know, waiting for star Wars and close encounters to come out and they went on vacation together and they're hanging out on a beach somewhere. And Spielberg turns to Lucas and says, you know, I've always wanted to direct a James Bond movie. That'd be awesome. Lucas turns to him and says, I got something better. Hence Indiana Jones. Ooh. That's how that happened. And that's they've both told that story, and that's probably one of my favorite stories. It's 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 fun. <laughs> that, that I like, and, and and that's a great image, you know, Spielberg and Lucas canoodling on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, all cocktail. All right. all right, guys. So movie news from our side: uh, X Men First Class, Days of Futures Past. Are you guys are, are you guys fans of this shit? I um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, concerned fans. Oh. I'm a concerned well, fan. I'm a concerned fan. <laughs> concerned fan. Okay. Well, the first thing is, is that th- there's there's rumors that uh, Kitty Pride's character is going to be a much larger role in this one. Which, if they do follow the comics at all, yeah, it should be. It would so, make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and and they've already confirmed Ellen Page is in this, which you know I'm thrilled because like. I mean, I felt dirty when she was Kitty Pride in that, you know, <laughs> in that. But like, I mean, I, Kitty Kitty is one of my favorite characters, and Ellen Page in that leather, even though she was young, I was like, damn it, you know. Yeah. Well, she's proved she can carry a movie, right? Well, for the most part, you I mean, know. 
I mean, Juno's awesome, but you yeah. know, it's like I don't think Kitty Pride was never like that snarky, condescending type girl, you know. So That's true. But here's the awesome news, and I don't, I haven't shared this with Tony or Kevin, so unless they saw it, but Mark Millar promises that Sentinels will be a major role in the next movie. They have to be, like, yeah, that was, yeah. I, you know what, that doesn't even surprise me. That kind of was That's a must. Ridiculous. If you didn't do that this time, I give up on all X-Men movies. Yeah. yeah. All we've had so far is one Sentinel head thrown through a cloud of mist. That's it. But here's here's the real question. Are they going to be the massive purple, like, robot Sentinels that everybody's familiar with fighting in the video games? Or is it going to be that stupid, like, Nimrod? Nimrod. Not just video games, either. I think it'll Are you look... familiar with Nimrod? Uh, it sounds familiar. No. Nimrod basically kind of looks like a uh, carsophagus for the Egyptian mummies. Okay. Um, and he's fucking retarded looking. <laughs> <laughs> and But, like, he's way more powerful, but he just... He looks like something you'd carve out of soap. Okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of silly. I think they'll look like Sentinels, but I don't think they'll be purple because Brian Singer doesn't make anything the color it should be. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. I think they'll look like Sentinels, but they'll probably be big, kind of black or metal or gold kind of. So they're gonna look like the giant new RoboCops. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be as huge from like how huge they were, like ten stories tall. Yeah, I see them being more maybe ten foot tall. I don't Probably. see them human size. No, see, I, I I see them being, in my mind, they've got to be at least like twenty. But see, I don't see hand to hand yeah. combat. How and that might all be kinds of robots. Yeah, but they they never did hand to hand combat in the comic books. If you want to try and like appease the comic book fans, well, I'm saying though, but for a movie, they want action, not necessarily comic book. You know, transformer yeah. size. Transformer yeah, transformer size, size. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that could be interesting. Can I so, ask you guys something about something? Yeah. Okay, I really, you know, of course, it was all a fanboy's dream to finally see Wolverine on screen, which oh, we I thought did. You were gonna say, I thought you were going to say it's a fanboy's dream to finally get on a podcast with us, but. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that too. But um, okay. I was thrilled to hear Wolverine. You know, we're finally going to see him. X-Men came out. We saw Wolverine. And for that much, Hugh Jackman I thought did a good job, but I think to this point, not that I don't mind. I like, you know, I like his Wolverine, but I am a hardcore old school Wolverine fan. Yeah. And I want to see, and if Batman can have so many incantations and incarnations and people can have their different outlooks on him, why the hell can't we see a different Wolverine at this point? 12 years he's been playing him. Can we see our little crazy four foot raging hairy beast? I want to see that. But Glenn, do you Glenn, realize Glenn though, Dan, that... what, what? No, what he wants is Glenn Danzig. No, <laughs> yeah, man. I want a young Harvey Keitel playing him. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> like, Hugh dude, Jackman he just totally Wolverine. called the cut for you. At all in the last twelve years. Yeah, Hugh, ja- Hugh Jackman has the fucking uh, you know. X gene. Yeah, he does because he, he somehow he's got that regenerative power. That motherfucker just gets yeah. younger. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't get me dude. wrong. I love Hugh Jackman. I love what's happened. But I do think it is maybe time for just, just a fresh outlook. Do you know what I mean? Maybe a different outlook on all the X. I was hoping for this movie, they might actually try recasting a few roles and just for fun even. Well, <laughs> I, I have not heard any rumor, so I have no intention that it's going to happen. But with the whole Japanese background to it, my prayer was that they would finally do justice to Psylocke in a movie. That'd be but cool. It's not going to happen. No. You know, like, it, 
and which is what fine, book that, what book are they basing it on it's a uh, arc days of future past no 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 well no, no I, I was talking the wolverine the new movie oh okay yeah. sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah the solo wolverine yeah um what book that, is that? movie is well um, what's that what book is that from like is it gonna be from logan is that it no, it, it, a lot of it's going to be based on the original Frank Miller series, the, the original Wolverine miniseries, that four-issue miniseries where those uh, books go for fucking mad cash always. Yeah. Um, it's going to be – a lot of it's going to be based on that. Okay. And I think there's going to be some stuff based on like just roughly in general like the Kitty Pride and Wolverine miniseries, but a lot of his – you know, Wolverine's time in Uncanny when he was in Japan. It's going to be interesting them now doing this so close to Days of Future Past because th- they've changed this because most of this story in the comics for the Wolverine coming out, I believe, happened earlier in his life, whereas now they're taking place after X3. No, well, uh, okay, yeah. In the comics, this shit happened before, um, happened before like, he joined X-Men yeah. okay, in the comics. Yeah, in so like movie, in Canada? What's that? In Canada? Well, no, it was, it was post-Canada, but before Uncanny. Okay. You know, it's kind of a kind of a backstory type thing. However, in the movies, uh, Days of Futures Past is going to be set in roughly 1973 from what I've read. And so, but when they jump to the future, that's well after. I mean, that's, I think that was like, 2013 or 15 alternate universe type shit. Okay. So, but the movie, the Wolverine is happening basically after, uh, X-Men one, two, and three. Like he, he's not ignoring all those things that happened. This is a standalone movie. And actually even that, the, the, the movie that will not be named, uh, with Wolverine in it, you know, that, that one where his name was, Pretty much the title. There's somehow an origin story. There was one or two cool scenes. Come on. <laughs> no. We we we. fake claws killing the sink in there. Like <laughs> that was probably the best thing is when he killed the sink. <laughs> so I mean that. So it's gonna happen after that as well. And uh, apparently they're taking all that into consideration. But they're they're keeping it focus where all that's happened but this is a solo standalone wolverine story (laughs) yeah yeah for our listeners what what books do you guys read do you read any many comic books you still pick up anything new or yeah um i buy a large quantity of the batman family big batman fans we are yeah um i just right now um what we're actually we read a couple but what we'll often do is wait till they're all out and sit down and read them at once. Yeah, that's so, what happened. Hell yeah! I mean, I actually we just got done recording. I was uh, just got done uh, reviewing uh, Minutemen, uh, the entire entire series. Because yeah. nice, I, you just yeah, got I've that. been collecting yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. just got like the dollar bill and something else. Yeah. yeah, I thought the dollar bill was coming out at the end, so like, I counted. There's like 34 of them already, or some shit. Really? Yeah. 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 So so, what else? What else do you guys uh, read besides Batman? I mean, I, I know you guys picked up the the Star Wars from Dark Horse, which was fantastic. Yeah, uh, it was beautiful. Eh? Saga. Was, uh, that book was, made oh, me think that the movie could be uh, Turtles. Recast. 
Turtles saga. Um, my a lot of my X Men is is in a weird fluxy state right now. I just got Resurrection six of them. Cause you know the X Men title that just finished, like just straight up X Men. Which one? Just X Men. <laughs> like oh the, yeah, the yeah. one title that's just X Men. Yes, as, as we call it the adjectiveless X-Men. Yeah, so <laughs> that one stopped, so I'm done with that one. And uh, I think, and I've collected, I did the whole A versus X thing, but I think right now I am down to the Wolverine, just solo title, Wolverine and the Uncanny X-Men, and I believe oh. that's my only Marvel right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're big Marvel boys, which you guys know, because you listen yep. to the show. Yeah. You know, but um, Kevin Kevin tends to be kind of our DC guy. Oh, I'm definitely DC is my universe of choice. Yeah, I yeah. just bought. Yeah, ba- I just Us bought. Yeah. I just bought Batman and Son today. Like I came here with that. Yeah, from Graham the comic Morrison. shop. Yeah, that's gonna be a good read. read Batman and Son. I just bought Swamp Thing book one. The saga of Swamp. Wait, Thing. you guys yeah. ever read the saga of Swamp Thing? And yeah. Ninja Turtles oh. and Secret well, of the Foot Clan too. Who did the art on on that on your Swamp Thing? Um, it's the Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Who, yeah, who drew? Oh, that's the old Swamp Thing. So, um, Alan Moore, Steve Bissett, and John okay. Tottleman. Yeah. The 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 new. If you guys if you guys haven't heard it, and and I'm gonna plug our own shit here. Uh, but we had one of the most fun drunk interviews ever with Yannick Paquette. Yeah. Who is he? He's uh, one yeah. of the main artists on on Swamp Thing now. Yeah, yeah we've best. met him at the cons. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's great. Well, you know, and he's French-Canadian. It's funny as hell because <laughs> when we talk to him, like, you're like, oh, he's got a little bit of an accent. Later on at night, when we're all, like, you know, fucking three sheets and we're recording at 2.30 in the morning sitting on the floor in the middle of a fucking hotel lobby, yeah. <laughs> Tony's spilling his beer and breaking his phone. <laughs> you know? His accent got so damn thick, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's we're, good we're, times. We have a really lucky... Uh, amount like we're lucky. There's so many good comic artists working out of the area right now on really big books. You know, um, there's a huge wealth of talent in Ontario. For some reason, right now it's a boom, and yeah, it's great there, for our cons because yeah. they're all there. So it's Are it's awesome. Specific- like all your X23 covers get signed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, who? What? Like who, who's who's working out of there from uh, X23 covers? Um, she's always there. Kalman, Kalman uh, Androvsky. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not. I don't know if that's a Canadian, but uh, I'm well, pretty he's, sure he's going to be at Motor City, which I'm fucking thrilled about. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he is because I follow him on Twitter. Well, you were gonna. We were gonna talk a bit about cons there, and yeah, um, yeah. I so, think okay. You guys are doing some cons coming up. Yeah, or at least one. What What do you got lined up? Okay, what we got lined up for March is uh, okay. I got to start with the big one here. We're very lucky in Toronto to have like, you know. It's only second or third only to San Diego is Fan Expo Canada. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I think if I'm if my I think New York's right, bigger, man. San Diego, New York, and Toronto in that order. I believe. yeah, something like that. We we almost hit nine hundred thousand last year. I think. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's what they've done basically is the no, Metro. I think Tri- it was like nine thousand. Nine thousand. No, it's not nine thousand. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, hey, it's just a little thing. Just dude, a little thing no. we got going on. I, it, I, I think I think Potato Waste need, needs to flick his dick. Yeah, no. That, yeah, here, let me help dude, you. Dude, that, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, center yourself. Jeez. So, um, Fan Expo, it's huge to the point where the Metro Toronto Convention Center is two giant halls, basically, like or buildings. There's North Building, South Building. 
And for however many years it's been going now, uh, the, the convention will be held in the South Building. And uh, you'll get about, you know, 900,000 people in there or whatever. And it's just way too overblown now that you can't even breathe in there. So what they're doing this year for the first time is opening both buildings, oh. which is just fucking monstrous, right? So uh, they also have smaller offshoots because what they have at Fan Expo is they have, uh, you know, there's the anime section, the gaming section, the comic section, you know, all in, you know, different areas. And what yeah. they'll have is individual cons throughout the year for each section. So this March, where we're going to have a booth, is the pure Comic-Con one. All right, so uh, now that uh, the, the boys from an elegant weapon have uh, burned through their blunt and burned through their battery and we got both recharged, <laughs> <laughs> we're back up and running. Yeah, we're not drifting in space any longer. Yeah, we're a little more centered. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so uh, guys, I mean, if, if your listeners haven't uh, heard our podcast before, we do this little thing called Booze in a Book, where... We pair an alcoholic beverage with a comic book. And uh, I think you might have something for us this week. Uh, I believe that we do, sir. Um, what usually goes first, the book or the bud? Uh, <laughs> normally, well, I don't know. It really it, matters. We switch yeah, it up. What, what, whatever works better. Okay, well, we're going to start with the bud then. Because uh, it's been of a backyard bunky situation going on around here uh, lately. You know, there's certain dry times and spells where things aren't spectacular. But just literally <laughs> the other day, uh, one of the nice harvests kind of came in. And the Purple Kush is making the rounds again. Now, Purple Kush is a beautiful bud. It's, it's a fat, fluffy, soft, crystally <laughs> bud. Uh, it breaks up well. It rolls smooth. <laughs> and it's an excellent smoke. It's yeah. it's very very potent though, it's Here. a potent enough stuff that uh, you know expect to feel a little hazy for a bit, which is uh, <laughs> sorry completely off topic but cute vixen just entered the room because she always comes for the weed but today she's lucky really because a, she's getting a cider yeah it's not really off wait, topic wait 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 now, now now who is this uh, she can't hear you guys she doesn't have the headphone this is my girlfriend Erin she occasionally well, pops onto the show but only because she wants she comes for the weed. Well, make her say hi so we can at least see her. Say hi, the Aaron. They want you to hear Hello! Hi, Aaron. There you go. Everyone says hi. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, you're, this stuff's pretty potent. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those concentration weeds. It's not where you smoke it and you want to eat cereal and watch cartoons. This is like smoke it and I want to draw and I want to color type a butt. <laughs> okay? Which makes it an you excellent uh, bud to go along with a certain book being Purple Kush. We'd like to recommend The Killing Joke. Ooh. Nice. Um, you know, because if purple's your shade and you're out there and hazy and can't stand the madness, uh, you want to read The Killing Joke, it's going to go, you know, it's going to be quite a trip to read along with this stuff. So, um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so that's our recommendation for Bud in a Book. So in, in, in honor of you guys, we we kind of switched up Booze in a Book to, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how you'd necessarily want to call it, but uh, a concoction in a or, or a uh, something in a in a flick, something in a yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, we didn't come up with a good name because we. Didn't <laughs> um, but we want to pair a forty-five ounce of Colt forty-five <laughs> with Empire Strikes Back for two reasons. Number one. Who, who, who you got Lando Calrissian? Lando. Heck yeah! <laughs> but number two, 
Colt 45 and Empire Strikes Back, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, so now, before we get too far, you you were on a previous podcast. You had, you had some guys on. Uh, one in particular who this is kind of like his, uh, right now, this cross pod is pretty much his wet dream of podcasts, Mr. J. Webb. J. Webb. Yes. Yeah. So. Hello, and, hello. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you, can, you can find him at J. Webb on Twitter, um, you know, and go check out his blogs. And he writes for Intercomics, who is uh, one of our sponsors. Awesome website. Sketch um, battles. Yeah, yes. Sketch, sketch battles are sweet. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you were talking to him about Canadian superheroes and English superheroes and blah, blah, blah. So. Well, yeah, I've been dying to ask you guys, were you guys sad when Alpha Flight got canceled? <laughs> I've never read an Alpha Flight book in my life. Yeah, I've never read an Alpha Flight <laughs> that book. That is like your mascot. It's not us, man. It's never been popular or famous here in any way. It's our, it's what we know you guys see as our superheroes, and <laughs> it sucks. As far as we know. Because we really don't, it's, you know, the same comic books that are popular there are popular here, although... Yeah, you can be sure that we're damn proud Wolverine's a Canuck. <laughs> yeah. But really, honestly, I've never read one. They're not popular here. They, you know, the well, average Canadian wouldn't even know them. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, cool no. that it's part of the lore and Canadian this, but yeah. Okay, so 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 is there any like are, is there any little bit of like I'm offended by, you know, the Sasquatch or I'm offended by Puck, the guy that's small and rubbery <laughs> what what you can look at it as is the time it, it came ridiculous. from like what did they come out the 70s was the first yeah, time late 70s early 80s yeah which at the time a lot of that stuff was cool in canada like it, it just liked, made more sense for the 70s that, uh, they're very dated i like seeing that stan lee uh hockey stuff though that, that was cool NHL when stan lee did oh, wait, all the wait 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 what 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 the fuck are we talking here yeah um, he did some comic books based around uh hockey teams no he made oh, a shit. different hero for each hockey team yeah something like that so there was oh. the toronto like it wasn't called the toronto maple leaf but oh, he was basically was... a monster tree each team got... <laughs> each team he designed got a superhero a for yeah all right so so we're actually big hockey fans by the way yeah. um so are you guys leafs fans no no we don't like hockey. Don't watch hockey anymore. <laughs> we don't watch hockey really. Uh, you're not true. I know it's in our constitution. We're not real Canadians, but we're just not hockey fans. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose if I lived in Toronto, I wouldn't be a Leafs fan either. Uh, <laughs> Go Wings, bitches! <laughs> sure. <laughs> Although I, I, I got to give credit, I do like the Leafs just because they're original six. You know, um, so you know, it is cool yeah. to like the city is hockey mad. Like you didn't want to be here for that time that strike was on. I remember. And I no matter how much they lose, they'll teams. sell out every game ever. Well, yeah, they're they're, they're kind of like the Cubs. For it's a religion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a hardcore. If you're gonna say anything, it's a religion here. It really is. Like that that stereotype is not a lie. There's a hockey rink on every fucking corner. Blue Jays games you know, for like five. My two-year-old bucks. son is out skating with his grandfather right now. It's it's, it's a way <laughs> nice. of life. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, awesome guys. Well, hey, uh, I think it's probably time for us to uh, to to cut this short because um, my beers are empty. Oh, I believe mine is and, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I just want to say thank you to you guys for for you know. Uh, Bringing this up, approaching us about doing this because this has been fucking fun as shit. Well, yeah, I'm man. glad you enjoyed it, man. I've been I've been a fan of you guys since I first heard you, and uh, thanks to you guys as well for doing this because I had a blast. Yeah, you know, I believe you got Get a up. little cedar, uh, 
cider wasted there, which is, means it's always a good sign. I didn't even finish it. Always a good sign that Sean had a good time. By the way, it was really funny that that like when he posted that on on Twitter because our booze in a book that we did today, which will be out uh, a couple days probably before this podcast, I actually used a hard cider for booze in a book this week. Nice, nice, and I was yeah. Like, I'm like, he's like, he's like fucking psychic. He's using his Jedi mind trick. <laughs> uh, good times. But yeah, man, um, let me just say one quick shout out in general. Uh, I just want to plug the Junk Food Podcast Network. Hell yeah. And uh, there's, you know, junkfoodpodcastnetwork.wordpress.com. Go check it out. There's a whole bunch of uh, geeks there just uniting and uh, putting out a lot of fun stuff. So thank yeah. you again to you guys for uh, allowing us to come by and hang out. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Now, 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 where can people see you in person next? Like, 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 if they want oh, to, that's like, right. with the stick. Um, <laughs> Fan Expo Canada in March, the March Fan Expo Comic Con. We're gonna have a booth March. there with Sparkle Girl Jen yep. of uh, Media Junk Food. Uh, so you can come by there, check out her awesome geeky wares. Yep. And we're basically gonna be hanging out at the table, and uh, you know, we may have a few prints for sale. Uh, if anybody wants to check out Sean's art. Uh, you know, he's got Deviant and Tumblr. It's all on the website. Sean, you're working on the 1159 comic with uh, Greyhaven, aren't you? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm looking Nick. forward to that. Color and Nick stuff. Yeah. Nick Francis. Awesome guy. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, for your listeners, and ours probably, hopefully they already know this, we'll be at Motor City Comic Con May 17th through the 19th in Novi, Michigan. And we will be at Grand Con here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. September, I think it's 9th, uh, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, something like that, whatever that weekend is, we'll be here too. And we're going to be popping around to some other conventions as well. Good times. Nice. Yeah, we hope to be at, uh, it actually hasn't come up yet. I think it comes up soon to get your reservations for uh, Fan Expo Canada, the big one yeah. in August. But we're actually, we're going to shoot like for the tickets? media pass on that one. We're going to try to get, uh, we're going to try to get deep on into that one. <laughs> so, yeah, hoping gotcha. it goes well. So, but there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, all right, guys, well, you know, on behalf of an elegant weapon podcast, on behalf of Drunk on Comics, uh, it's been fucking fun as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll do it again, for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we, 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 we got to do this again. Um, so, but, all right, guys, uh, I'm Derek. I'm Tony. You I'm guys Jay. are? <laughs> I'm Jay. I'm, I'm Sean. All right, guys. Keep reading the comics, keep watching those Star Wars movies, and uh, we'll be back again to talk to you guys about them later. Episode one tonight. Take it easy. Peace. <laughs>